You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZWLP Conroe and 106.1 KZCCLP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Western Bay, and it serves a hundred ships a day. Lonely sailors pass the time away. Good morning, Montgomery County. Morning is a Lone Star. This is Dick, your host. Flying solo right now. Flying solo right now until Skippy gets into the studio. But I'm here. It's 904. Hoping you're enjoying your Thursday morning so far here in Montgomery County. Don't forget, today is the day. We're going to be giving away tickets to the Southern Star Music and Arts Festival. Two tickets. Ooh, this is a good song. That's right, we're giving away tickets to the Southern Star Music and Arts Festival happening this weekend on Saturday, December 2nd. Starts at noon over there at the Southern Star Brewing Company. This is uh, put on by the Conroe Americana Music Festival and the Conroe Downtown Area Association. Two tickets, that's $3 value right there. Bands. I know we kind of teased a little bit about the bands yesterday, but uh, bands include Folk Family Revival, Stump Juice, Caleb and the Homegrown Tomatoes, Mike Ambible, uh, Amabile, and Run Over Twice, Field of Bronze, and Kenny the Spider. You can actually order tickets on Eventbrite.com. Just look up Southern Star uh, Southern Star Music and Arts Festival. Really easy to find. It's on Facebook, all that good stuff. We'll, we'll talk more details about how we're going to give away those tickets later in the program. Uh, I believe at some point between now and 11, we're going to have Clint from Lone Star Country Nights, our Reverend Julius. He's going to be in the studio. He's going to have some special guests tonight. I think they're going to be featured from the Southern Star Music and Arts Festival. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, he's going to come in and stop by and just say what's going on. Outside that, uh, yeah, there's a lot of things going on. I know we had a great uh, Tuesday with the Christmas lighting of the tree. The tree is going to be in downtown Conroe over there at the uh, Heritage Place, and uh, the tree will be lit every night. So that's going to be, if you're looking for a landmark to go check out, that will be there, I believe, till uh, someone takes it. I don't really know when that's going to be. But uh, other stuff going on around town. If you're looking for something to do this weekend or next weekend, Lone Star Community Radio is going to be out at the Heroes Holidays Harvest having her at the uh, Conroe Outlet Mall. It's on Sat- uh, December 9th from 9 a.m. to dusk. Uh, and they're going to be giving away free turkeys for vets and citizens in need. Live music, free drinks. Uh, I believe that's soda pops. And then a veteran gift card giveaway and visits from Santa. So it's a family fun event. The American Legion Post 411 is putting it on for everybody. And they're going to have a truckload of free holiday turkeys for all veterans, active duty military service members, and residents of Montgomery County in need. So uh, that's happening next week. And I think we're going to be doing a live remote from there. So if you like our music and all that kind of stuff, that's a great thing to put on the calendar and come out and say hello to us. And Skippy is now sitting down with me. Hello. Good morning. Good morning, Skippy. I like how you kind of like peered in, if it's okay or not. And, well, you're on uh, the air. I'm yeah, not, not going to bust your groove. I trust you. <laughs> I trust you. Foolish man. So uh, yeah, I know yesterday we were talking about the, uh, you know, we didn't say, we didn't say anything about our sponsors. We want to say a quick special thanks to Morning's Lone Star sponsor, folks. 
Clean Sweep Office Cleaning and Conroe Coffee. We'll be hearing more from them during our sponsored breaks. Uh, but yeah, I just want to give them a quick shout out. No, okay. I know we were talking about the law- lawyer thing, lawyer? Lauer. Lauer thing. And he so, needs a lawyer. So Lauer, now what people are doing is they're combing through footage of the Today Show, mm-hmm. of him being creepy. <laughs> and then they're, they're also finding footage of all the anchors being creepy. So, uh, well, and that's a fine line. We talked about that. It's, well, you you know, you can, I can usher a woman in front of me through a door. My hand may go on her back. You know, if I I know the woman, obviously. Well, that that literally happened. Did you hear about this guy? Yeah, and this is. The the NPR guy. That's literally what happened to that guy. That's what he claims. Well, didn't he say that it ended up under her blouse, though? Well, he was saying that she was crying and she was either crying on his shoulder or was in front, like he was consoling her, but she was wearing one of those shirts that was shorter. Mm-hmm. You've seen those, have you seen those girl commercials now about the tank tops, mm-hmm. about getting longer tank tops? Have you seen this? Mm-hmm. So, so apparently it was one of those up opposite ones where it was a shorter one, so it rode her back. So when she was, he was rubbing her back, his hand went up the shirt. And that's what he claims. And if you read his statement, it's kind of nonchalant, like, yeah, this is what I did. You know, this is... But my favorite thing he said, though, he's like, I've been in radio for 40 years, and this is the first time I've been fired, so I feel blessed. Because apparently <laughs> everyone in radio gets fired. But uh, Yeah, it's, uh, well, uh, yeah, there are some people who, uh, I remember they celebrated uh, 25 years on the Texas Radio Hall of Fame, and then the next day they were let go <laughs> from their 25-year-old gig. It was really sad. Uh, here's the thing with, with Garrison Keller. Uh, now, if you're rubbing a woman's back, I'm presuming he asked for permission. So uh, that, well, and that's I mean, the whole you, question. No, if, do you have to ask for permission if you're trying to consult somebody? I mean, I because I know some people who would we technically we did label as handsy, mm-hmm. but it's just kind of like that's the way you know. I'm not, I'm not talking like oh, no, um, it's um, gregarious. She's wet, like you know giving you a back rub. It was mm-hmm. nothing like that. It's more of like oh, it's okay. You're rubbing the back, and then. And that's the way I read it was he was rubbing the back up and down and the shirt was one of those shirts that was short. So it got caught on his hand. It wasn't like he just went under the under the shirt intentionally and goes, oh, yeah, there you go. And that's something that can go either way, because what a lot of people aren't realizing and a friend of mine actually on Facebook called out a lot of people on this. It's people aren't privy to what's going on in the days, weeks or months or even hours leading up to this with the HR department. As we talked about yesterday. NBC firing Lauer well, he, was a big no. Even in that guy's statement, he goes, "I, you know, I apologize later that day because I felt if I create an awkward scenario for her, and he did. He said he emailed her, and they, she said, just forget about it. It's fine. And, and then, he, then I didn't later, anything till I heard from her lawyer. Yeah. So, I mean, it could go either way, and that's the thing. We need to be careful. Uh, there are some people who, you know. My arm may brush a woman on the back, and you know what? That's not sexual harassment. You know, I will be – I'm going to tell you the truth right now. What would you do? I'm very happy. I have a sweet, sweet significant other because I feel like if I was single today, Mm -hmm. it'd just be – it'd be like I have to do what the carnival ride people tell you to do every time you get into one of the rides. Keep your hands Hands. and feet inside the cart at all times. Oh, we need to play uh, the Georgia Satellites today then as one of our songs. Keep your hands to yourself. That would be pretty funny. But I know that's what they should do at the Oscars when they do the memorial <laughs> for all this. But no, you know what I was reading? I found like, I found really funny. And this is something like I really wish – I, I bet you are. There's psychology studies on this. So I was reading a thing about uh, – they're kind of going through the history of all these harassers and abusers and the different levels. And it's really hard to talk about levels with these because if you write down the 2017 harassers, they're all different. 
Like you can't put Harvey Weinstein in the same boat. Conyers. As, you or know, more. Yeah, something like that. Mm. You can't. But, you know, that's what's happening because people are talking about this this harassment revolution that's happening in the mainstream media. But you know what I was reading about Harvey Weinstein? This is so explain this to me and I want to know this about victims. I want to know I want to know this kind of stuff because apparently he was at the women's march in the crowd that Ashley Judd was talking in. Okay. And wasn't she one of the accusers to him? Yeah. She was one of the first. I mean that to me is so crazy. Like I don't I don't really I don't really know. And maybe I'm really happy that today the people have the courage to do what they're doing. But I was just like, man, I was thinking about that. And it's just kind of funny that this guy's over at the Women's March in D.C. with all the hats and all that kind of stuff. And then he's just surrounded by this feminist movement. And then. uh, Well, that's what's cracking me up personally. It's like Lauer. I listened to a clip yesterday of when the whole Billy Bush, Donald Trump locker room talk thing. Now, this is what everyone has on Trump, that he was smack talk and he was doing what some men tend to do when they think they're alone they, they try to out pig each well, he, other well yeah he's being a, a pig yeah he's being a pig i mean i mean there's no doubt about that but billy bush lost his job as a result and lauer was on the air w- with this and just being so judgmental about you know now women are coming so to use your power yeah just think about that must have done to the woman well, and apparently well, the women off this in the set were like oh my gosh he's actually saying this well, that's what I think a lot of things that are happening with people. They realize, oh, this is what this guy, this guy's a pig too. We need to, because I mean, he, the way he got turned around and fired real quickly, there's something seriously. There were events leading up to it. And that's the whole point. People are like, oh, he, you know, he hasn't had a fair shake or this and that. No, if they fire you, you don't know what happened with the agent. Think about if you've ever been fired from a job, you know, what typically happens. You go to HR, if there's a reduction in force or anything, they, they point out your options Believe me, this was not a surprise to Lauer. It was a surprise to the co-host because it was held off to the last possible second so that it wouldn't leak. But things happened before yesterday morning that puts NBC and NBC News very comfortable in their firing of Lauer. Yeah, oh yeah. And that's especially with this, I mean, well, actually, you know what's funny is you look at the who has the weight behind them right now? And that's the unfortunate situation where if you're if you're innocent, you don't have anything behind you. No, like there's not a support group for that or support. For example, like a lot of these people who are just making allegations, a lot of these companies, because if I wasn't a nobody, I'm a nobody, right? And if I worked at— You're you know, somebody to me, Dick. Well, I would say I worked at HP and someone did the exact same thing that, you know, whoever accused uh, more law- lawyer or whatever— mm-hmm. What would happen to me? I'd be immediately fired with no due diligence. It'd be like, no questions asked, you're gone. But what happens if I was innocent? Now, with these bigger named people, that's what's so interesting to me because some of them are like this NPR guy who just goes, no, like, not not NPR. I guess he's separate. He was a Perry Home companion for 40 years. Mm-hmm. He's like, he's like, you know what? If you're going to do it, you're going to do it. I didn't do anything wrong. You know, he he claims he didn't do anything wrong. So that to me is a good a good point of view. Like it's refreshing to see some guy stick up for himself or ladies stick up for himself. Uh, like Moore, Roy Moore's well, yeah. doing the same thing. That, well, yeah, that's yeah. What people, well, that's what oh, he must be. He has to quit, but he's he's denying the but allegation. Unfortunately, with the weight of it, it's it's all one sided right now. Mm-hmm. And then just like the Las Vegas shooting, it, no one's going to investigate anything. No one's going to find like do their due diligence, follow up, and see what really happens. 
because unfortunately that's just the way the story goes. It had a it days. had a two week shelf life. I mean, quickly, people, how talk to me about assault rifles now? You know, the, for the two weeks after that, that was you know we must ban all assault but then rifles. It, yeah, I mean, I think, but also what's there's more there's more perpetrators in the harassment ring. That's why we're going to be focused on this probably till the end of the year. It's oh, actually at least. actually this I don't think started. I don't think it's ever going to end. I think it's just going to be one of those stories that once a year we're eventually going to the point where a big name comes out. You think then, the Oscars instead of in memoriam they'll well, have like yeah, careers yeah. that are destroyed? And they're going to play that song. Gonna that play. song you want to play. <laughs> yeah, keep your hands away from keep your hands to yourself. Keep your hands to yourself. Is. But uh, but no, I, I I found that kind of stuff. It's interesting because the weight is not evenly distributed between the innocent and the guilty. And mm -hmm. unfortunately everyone's guilty right now. And that reminds me of a little bit of like, you know, a dystopia future kind of thing. So we could be heading towards Blade Runner 2049. Well, yeah. You know, we got some other stuff talk coming out, talking about GM apparently unveils, unveils the uh, driverless car. They're, they're, oh they're going to try to get the jump on everybody else. I think uh, everyone's kind of scared of Telsa, Tesla, Tesla. Everyone's kind of scared of them. Especially because he delivered that battery in Australia. Mm -hmm. He actually did one thing he promised. Look at that. And <laughs> uh, so there's that. You're listening to Morning's Alone Star. Skip, uh, Dick and Skippy. Don't forget Clint, or Reverend Julius, will be in the studio this morning talking about his guest tonight on Lone Star Community Radio in talks of the upcoming Southern Star Music and Arts Festival happening this Saturday. So stick around to win two tickets to that. You're listening to Morning's Lone Star. We're going to take a quick sponsored break to say thanks to our sponsors. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Mornings with Lone Star. It's Dick and Skippy. Skippy in the studio with Dick this morning. That's yeah. Brandy. Who's that? That's Bread? That's Looking Glass. Looking Glass. That's right. This is my generation music, Dick. I thank you for playing the oldies. You know. The golden oldies. I was tired of Christmas music already. Right. So when can you legally stop playing Christmas music? When should you? When should it be the law? Should it be the day after Christmas? Because... Well, 
because my argument with it before you speak is some of the songs are holiday music. So holidays continue till what, January 2nd? Well, you know, the 12 days of Christmas actually start on Christmas Day. So you got 12 days after that. So you got like till January 2nd or 3rd, technically. Okay. Huh? Gross. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, there's actually, uh, I got this app. It's called uh, Christmas Music App. And, and I have it on my old iPhone 3, which is like my alarm clock. And, and it has streaming 365 days a year, 24-7 Christmas music stations, including there's one, there's, there's a broadcast station at the North Pole that they broadcast Christmas music all year long. It, it's cool. You know, sometimes maybe in the middle of summer, I'm just getting a little, you know, grinchy and grousy. So I'll, I'll flip over to Santa, uh, Santa music. And uh, get in the holiday spirit early. Pretend I'm in Australia. Well, I mean, I, I feel like Christmas music, when, when do you feel like it's appropriate besides while in a religious setting? Or, you know, I, I feel like there's two places I hear Christmas music. It's either at the mall mm -hmm. or in church. Those are the only places I hear it. It's like where it's not over, like, yeah. the, the, the easy listening station. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Because I, I do know some people that do like the Sunday 99.1 kind of thing. Because I don't, when do they start their stuff? They, they, they start like, I think, December 1st. Okay. So it, it's. Liz are respecting the month barriers, and uh, which mm -hmm. is nice. A lot of people don't do I, that. Well, I think they used to do it on the day after Thanksgiving, and I think people kind of groused about that. One thing about a lot of those uh, broadcast stations that I've noticed, it's, for instance, a, a radio station that rhymes with Sunday 99.1, but we won't mention its name. Oh, I'm sorry, I just did it. Uh, they have a limited number of songs, and they're all inoffensive holiday songs. There's well, nothing, none of the religious or baby yes. Jesus songs. Well, what's funny is uh, we, uh, the studio, uh, put together the music for Downtown Conroe. Mm -hmm. And when we were putting the music together, I realized there's tones in these songs, so it's really hard to mix and match all the Christmas music. I'm talking, think about the entire catalog of all Christmas music and then just randomize it. You can't do it. So what I tried to do, <laughs> well, it was because it kind of like upsets you. Almost, well, you can't do babies cold outside and then away in a manger. Yeah. So what I try to do is I try to do it by year. So for like six songs, I did a year, like a year, like a decade mm -hmm. of different types of styles, but in that decade. And then I, then when the commercial break comes out, thank you to our sponsors. Then the next, the next set of music came out. And then, uh, yeah, it was really difficult because there's like seven versions of Jingle Bell Rocks, you know, sang <laughs> by, you know, different decades. Did you do the Barking Dogs? I don't, I don't yeah. know. Roof, 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 no, roof, see, that's roof, one thing I try to stay away from was anything that could be annoying. As in like the chipmunks. Chipmunks, or, grandma got run over by a reindeer. Because there was like. What about the chimney I, song? I found a bunch of country versions and like Alan Jackson has an early Christmas album. Like when he was like in the 90s, like early 90s when he was just becoming popular. And a really like mainstream popular, and he did it with the Chipmunks. I was like, "Oh man, why'd you have to do this? Like, I can't play, I can't play." And he did a duet with the Chipmunks, and I guess that's kind of like back then that was the staple of Christmas music to do a duet with the Chipmunks. Well, nothing can be, be the ultimate Christmas duet of Bing Crosby and David Bowie doing the Little Drummer Boy. Oh yeah, that was. Uh, they have a video of that. Yeah, and was that like during like a special? Yeah, it was a holiday special. Now my memory is telling me that I saw this live because you know the, the video is making its its rounds now. But when I the first time I saw it, it's like I've seen this before. So uh, I don't want to lie and say, oh yeah, I remember watching it live. But my memory is saying I did, 
And just because uh, I didn't know who David Bowie would have been. And, you know, being the son of a naval commander, believe me, I knew who Bing Crosby was. And it was the yeah, most. Yeah, White Christmas. That's White Christmas guy, right? Was Bing Crosby? Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm the, only, the only time I've ever seen White Christmas was over there at the Owen Theater. So I had no idea what White Christmas was. Oh, okay. And Mark Wilson really changed my life. Well, I'm so glad. I'm just letting him know that if he's listening right now. He's an actor over there. He's a bald guy. He was the commander. Really, dig. I was like, this guy's great. You go, Mark Wilson. So, uh, you know what's actually kind of funny is that Mark Wilson is really the only actor I remember in all the plays I see there, seen there. I don't know why. Have you come to any of my plays yet, Dick? Yes, but I bet like when he's on there, I'm like, yeah, hey, that's Mark Wilson. <laughs> like, I know who it is because... You don't really know in your plays. You don't really know who's who. But so, well, Rick was kind of distinguishable. And, yeah, you know Rick. I told I told Rick, hey, just be yourself and be creepy and psychotic and well, the, cre- the, the creepiest thing about Rick, and if he's listening, is he can change his entire pers- persona just by the way he shaves and combs his hair. Isn't that staggering? It's cool. He was our uh, Cardinal Richelieu, and he had the goatee, yeah, and he was perfect. creepy as all get out. And then the day the cl- show closed, he went to the barber, and he showed up, and he was like. Looked so different, and then for Young Frankenstein, he looked like the crazy mad scientist. Rick, you're a chameleon, my friend. That was good, but no, I want to talk. I want to talk about this uh, driverless car stuff real quick. And so GM uh, kind of, I don't know, they kind of prematurely did this. They they basically released a fleet of vehicles that are going to, going to be autonomous or autonomous. Autonomous, uh huh. That's the correct way to say it, and. Um, they're going to be battery powered. Uh, Chevrolet. Uh, they did a Chevrolet Bolts. I don't know if you've seen those cars. The, the Bolts. Chev- yeah. The, the Bolts. Oh, a Bolt with Bolt a B or B with B. Uh, they're in San Francisco, and they're they're testing them out there. How do they? Do you know how they differ from the Volt with a V? I think it's just a difference. It's a. They look more like a Prius. Oh, okay. So, so same line, but different. Yeah. Okay. And I, I mean, the only guess I they why they chose San Francisco is there's so many homeless people walking around. That's like the best test area, so they don't hit people. I guess that's what they're. That was, <laughs> well, it could be the you know those roads. You know, you get on Lombard Street. I never been. I never been to San Francisco. Oh man, Lombard I just Street. Know there's a bunch it'll of, kill you. It's got twists and turns and ups and downs. You've seen you've seen the the movies where every car chase they go flying through the air. And well, you know, because the reason I wanted to bring this up is think of all the movies and all the historical tropes that have to do with cars. So and then replace those car scenes with autonomous cars. So I can totally. <laughs> So I'm thinking to myself, like, think about all the chase scenes. Think about, like, that classic New York moment where it's, it's like, I got to get to my my future wife. I have to go propose to her. I have so much time to get her at the airport before she leaves. And you see the guy running through the mall or whatever, and then he gets into the car and he's like, all right, JFK Airport. That's New York, right? Mm-hmm. The JFK Airport, well step on it. And then this little beep, beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, JFK Airport, on our way, sir. And it's like, meh. <laughs> it's just. Oh, that cracks. That's great. Or you could have like your your car, you know, like a French Connection or Bullet or something, where there are two uh, uh, self driving cars. And I, I can totally see this being a real real standpoint, though. It's like so to listen to the radio in the car. You go, you know, you're like serious, serious play so and so. I can totally see it malfunctioning, and you're just sitting there, and it's like, all right, playing the smooth jazz you ordered, and it starts playing jazz. Like I didn't say anything, and then it's just like it just plays. Oh, death metal, sir, you got it. And it's just the whole car ride. Well, that's a, actually that's a really good point because my mother is still getting used to her Echo with Alexa, and you know, I'm pointing out to her the thing is always on unless you actually power it off. It's always listening, and so I, I need to be driving, for instance, and say. Uh, all right, let's do this. And 
turn right. No, don't turn right. You know, because that, that AI needs to be able to determine when you're talking to it and when you're not. Well, imagine what they're going to do is either it's going to be something through your phone and all directions and everything through your phone, not through vocal, vocal stuff. Uh, but unless it's an emergency and they'll do like a pitch difference because you're like, stop the car. <laughs> but because you wouldn't say, hey, stop the car, please. You wouldn't you wouldn't say that. You, I mean, if that makes sense. Um, It'll be interesting. I don't know how the driverless car is going to fare in the long run. Well, that's to me, the driverless car is the only thing that is logistical in Houston and in Texas. If we want to obtain pu a public transit system that is economical. Mainly because of how long it takes to get to places, and there's, there's yeah, and we don't have the infrastructure for uh, for trains uh, yeah, and for, for, for large transports. And but you know, for other cities, I mean, it might be something really good because you don't you're not familiar with the city. And the main argument right now is it takes away jobs. But then again, like it depends on what the business wants to do. I mean, if Uber decides to go that way, and now Uber is literally just an autonomous car. Then more power to them because they innovated it. Yeah, when jobs are lost, new jobs are, are, are found. I mean, printing press and and horseless carriage and all these things. I mean, you know, we, we do uh, vacuum tube sales. We we adapt. It, it'll be interesting. I well, just it's gonna change the way people live in bigger towns because some people like I know who live in New York and some people in Houston don't even have cars. Yeah, and I, I mean, not to have a car in Houston is pretty crazy, but it's understandable not to have a car in New York. I I mean, I imagine. Just mm. this the way the foundation of transportation works there because you have so many options that are not involving you owning a car. And plus, I was reading something where like people pay up to like over six figures for a parking spot. Yes, it is. It is. I've been so, in New York a couple of times and it is every bit as insane as what you think it is. The, the traffic is horrendous. Uh, a, a red light is, is kind of a guide. Is a red light to New Yorkers is like a speed limit sign to Houstonians. It's a kind of a suggestion <laughs> well you know what's going to happen too is these autonomous vehicles have cameras all over them and mm -hmm. these folks in russia and stuff who try to do the insurance claim are like that's going to be real hard to do now because everywhere every angle of the car is going to be filmed mm -hmm. and uh it's gonna well one thing i'm going to like about it is when csi finally does an episode about someone reprogrammed the car and it killed the person, and it was turned out to be, you know, there are already, the disgruntled like, employee. I, I think Scorpion had that. You know, there are already the TV shows where, oh, the car's been hacked. But it'll be interesting. I do like your idea about the the movie with the with the chase scene or, or something. I'm just yeah, because I mean that sounds like a Saturday Night Live parody or something like that, where it's just because it's like, no, sir, we can't break the law. What was the Da Vinci Code? Did you see that? Yeah. Well, that was how I was introduced to the smart car. I'd never seen one before till that movie when they're in the chase scene. And they hop in a smart car, and it was one of the funniest scenes I've, I think I've ever ever experienced. Well, I mean, even like Demolition Man had that kind of concept where it was self-driving, and then you can take control of it. And then, uh, and I really like the airbags in that movie where it was just oh, foam. the foam, yeah, yeah, that was really cool. But no, I just I think that would just be a fun because what what are, in your mind are the best chase scenes? Like I, I think of the Born Identity, Born Identity, French Connection, Bullet, um. Uh, more too. I mean, Ooh, and, and then you had like the Italian job, which which mm -hmm. was that was more of a spectacle than like yeah. like like a rough. That was a Mini Cooper commercial. Yeah. Well, so is the Born Identity, but. Oh yeah, that's right. And you know, but it wasn't. I mean, it bullet was, was for Mustang. But. Yeah. They're all they're all we're all controlled, but no, I uh, I want to I want to think about that. That'd be really funny. Okay. What, what the best movie scenes or TV scenes with cars? 
and well, how we can best mess them well, up. Well, like I think that's even something you could do with if they remake remake Vacation again. That would be the joke because they all get all the Griswolds get into an automated car, autonomous car, and then that's part of like the ongoing joke. <laughs> that would be good. But uh, you're listening to Morning's Lone Star here on IRLoneStar.com. Good morning, everybody. It's 9.32. We're going to take our music break. If you have a song request that we'd like to do our music breaks top and bottom of every hour between 9 and 11, just call in 936-647-3776. That's right. I say a special thanks to our sponsors, Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. We'll be back after a couple tunes. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936 Conroe C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. We're back. It's 9.43 in the morning on a Thursday. I had to think about that one for a second. Is it Thursday already, Dick? Yeah, it is. Where's the week? Where's the year going? Going by behind by. us, behind us, is this an age thing that for me the years tend to okay. be like snowballing? All right, let me ask someone. Okay, this is hypothetical. hypothetical. I was listening to this conversation on a podcast. So, clearly, technology is getting to the point where we're living longer and longer and longer at a slow rate, yep. but it's still progressing forward. So, the question was brought up What do you think our moral standards would be when we can get to the age of like 200 mm-hmm. to 300? That's how old we get. And then what happens if you date a 50-year-old and you're 100? What would that be considered? I think, well... Do you think, like, our physical appearance will be so distinguishable? Like, that dude's old and he's dating this young chick. Or do you think we're still going to look like, you know, our 100-year-old will still look like a 150-year-old? I I, I think uh, as we uh, are able to survive longer, get older... Our aging process will slow with it, so so it will be like equivalent of a twenty-year-old dating like an eighty-year-old. Yeah, like Michael Douglas and Catherine Zeta-Jones. You know, he might be that, are they that older? Is he forty years older than her or something? Oh like yeah, that? He, he's significantly older than she is. Um, nice. I, I think like, like twenty years older than her, at least something like that. Uh, I mean, I'm four years older than Holly. Robbing the cradle, are you? Is that considered robbing the cradle? No. Well, apparently what the... Uh, in my mind, it does, though, because like if, well, I'm, if I'm a senior in high school and she's either in eighth grade, ninth grade... I was about grade, to say, it depends on the age of the youngest person. 
But that's always dependent on it. When do you think he goes, like, there's this, at 18, it doesn't matter? Uh, 18 to 21. Uh, got to me, 21 is the, like, oh, also, like, you know, open season. Because you're old enough to, like, basically do anything the law restricts you to do if you weren't 21. Right. Now, when you get into your 40s, the, you know, the, the, the rule of thumb is what they call half plus eight, which is you take your age, you cut it in half, and then you add eight years, and that's the youngest you can... That's when you hit 40, though. Yeah. Okay. So, for instance, you know, I'm 52. So, come age and a half is 26. Add eight. That's 20, 26, 9, 31, 32. <laughs> I had to count on my fingers. So, according to that rule, the youngest, if I were single, the youngest I could date without it being icky. But don't you see, like, in the future with the age process slowing down significantly, that it's kind of hard to determine how old people would be? It would be. Or do you think we're just going to be so used to the gradualness of the technology that we kind of we can see it? Because like to me, that you know that uh, <laughs> that myth happened. That myth, but the phenomenon happens when you're 30 and you look at a person like they look 12 to you, mm-hmm. but they're probably 18 or 20 or something like that. And I, that's only hit me a couple times. So uh, it's it's it could even get down to like pheromone level that you you know you can. You, some things you can just sense, you know, that's where you ask someone. Because I mean, I mean, what helps me is the way people dress and the way people talk. That's what helps me mm-hmm. to determine like, oh, let me guess your age. But if they don't do it, it's kind of, I mean, that's a hard game to play. It is because it could go the other way that you can have a, a 16 year old who's highly well, articulate. They were also in this thing we were talking about is are like the, the freaks. So a freak would be like LeBron James. Apparently when he was 14, he was six foot two. And he's like, and that's kind of, I mean, to me, that's freakish. If you're thinking about at 14, he's, oh, yeah. he's well, going into middle school. Nowadays, the he's guys in, can shave. Yeah. And so that kind of freaks me out. So, and that's always, okay, this is going to sound really dark. But you always <laughs> see one of the headlines that's always kind of reoccurring is, you know, the, the, the teacher-student relationship kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I know you can't publish students' IDs, but I'm always wondering, like, I wish they would just kind of show, like, what's going on there. Because that, that would either. You see the teacher. Like yeah. You always see the teacher. They always put. They always make sure they have multiple photos of the teacher. Uh huh. And uh, and I, you know, I'm trying not to make too much light of this, but when it's an older female teacher and a younger male student, you know, in the law, eyes of the law, that's that's horrible and it's a crime. Well, that's but been, for the that's kid, been changing. It's like the coolest thing ever. That's been changing for you know decades mm-hmm. every every like 30 years we change it yeah or the society changes it because and again with the age thing so say we're going to take the slow aging process up a notch and say we can the oldest people average death age or whatever like you know you can grow is 150 right say 150 is like the average age that people are considered like old folks home what would that mean for the eight ages for dating and what would we see as inappropriate because a 14-year-old wouldn't be the same in this timeline. Would it? Would it? Well, that's the thing. See, as we've been growing back in Shakespeare's time, you know, I'll, I'll throw in some Romeo and Juliet. Juliet's 14, and she's expected to be married with a kid by that point because her mom was 14. That, that's how it was because your life expectancy was about 32 back then. And you the, also the average height was 5 you, foot 2. Well, would you say a 14-year-old today is the same as a 14-year-old 200 years ago? No. In fact, I think a 14-year-old today, well, here's the thing. Biologically, well, biologically say yes. yes. That's what I'm asking. Biologically, I'd say yes, but also societally, I'd say they're much more. Mature? But Yeah, I was about to say advanced. I don't think it's Well, advanced. it's also the exposure to what society is doing that day. Yeah, kids know, are growing up 
too darn soon. I'm going to yell at them to get off my lawn next. Well, I mean, I bet if we had some scientists here, we wouldn't get yelled at for, you know, saying some things. Like, I know women develop faster are fast are developing faster and faster every, you know, decade. Like, mm-hmm. it's becoming younger it's and younger. because historically the men would be older. They'd grab the younger yeah. woman, so they'd have to they'd have to go that route. I think some countries actually still do that. Yeah. And uh, do we know do we know those countries? Not personally. I'm not going to pay them a visit, but I'm sure we could call AAA and get a triptych to them. Yeah, I mean, that would be kind of weird. <laughs> be real weird. But I, I think even when we're living to be two and three hundred years old, I think the half your age plus eight will be the 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 litmus test there. So okay, I'm two hundred. She's a hundred and eight. So yeah, I just made it in there. I w- okay. I wonder what we could do with math. And find out when will we get to that point where like 200's the norm. Oh, that's a good question. Because 100 years ago, the we, average age was, was was like 70, right? Like it was your the, tops, like, yeah. Like you die at 70. Yeah, in the now, Bible you could live to be 900, but then all of a sudden but now it's 30. It's, well, maybe they just had different numbers. Their numbers meant something different. That's right. You know, that kind of thing. But what today is what, what do you think the average is? Like 80? What is the I want to do a series. Hold, hold on. Let's do something. No, we're not doing Siri. We're not going to do Siri. We'll probably get flagged for it. Oh, okay. Then I'll, I'll uh, uh, look it uh, up. So average life expectancy today. I would, I, I'm going to say 80. You're like say at, the, 80? at the highest, 80. I'm going to say a little higher. I'm going to say like 80. You can't pull the prices right and do like 81. No, I'm going to say 84. Okay. Thereabouts. So average. I would say 80, give or take two years. So it could be 78. Or 82. Average life expectancy. It's coming up. In the U.S. In 2011, U.S. in 2011 was 78.7, which is slightly below the global average of 80.1. For U.S. men today, the average life expectancy for men is 76. So, sorry, this is from 2013. And 81 for women. So, it's not looking too good for us men here. So, so okay, let me let me. I'm doing this. This is from uh, Wikipedia, so no telling if it's true or not. In 1900, world average life expectancy at birth in years. What do you think? 64. 31. In 1900? 1950. That'll be the 60, 60 something, <laughs> 68 years old. 48. Are you kidding me? Oh, glo- you're saying global. Okay, I was thinking American. Yeah, you know, the global, I can bring it down. Yeah, and 2014 years. is 71. Okay. That's the global. So, I mean, we're we're getting there. Every 50 years, it goes up 10 and years, we get taller 15 years. And... So every 50 years, it goes up 10 years to 15 years. So we're going to do some math at the music break. That's for sure. We're going to figure out how long will it take for us to get the average of 200. Skippy's going to haul out the abacus, and we're going to go to town. But I, I, this is kind of funny thinking about, though, because, you know, today 18 is the legal age, I think, in most states, right? From 16 to 19. So 16 is still in some states. Some states, especially if it's a, like you can get married at 16 with parental consent kind of thing. Man, this world is really interesting, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. And it does. It goes state by state. That's the whole point. No one can agree on the universal, except for voting age. But that's about it. Drinking age, uh, age of consent, marriage age, they're all over the map. You know, um, I was reading this article, and there's a lot of new things got voted in, mm-hmm. taxes and things, and there's a new tax on kids and sweets. 
candy sweets or like just sugars, sweets? like okay. sugars and stuff like that for kids. Okay. And Kellogg is currently battling with the FDA. I guess it's FDA. Who is it? The uh, Food Fra- and Drug. Yeah. yeah. They're they're arguing right now that Frosties, Frosted Flakes, are for for adults. Hey, they're great. So they don't say they're great for kids, and they don't say moms that are you know kid approved or something. So they could get away with that. Because what, what's happening is the government is placing a uh, fine if companies don't reduce the sugar count by 20% by 2020 in their product. I am so glad the government's there to watch my sugar intake for me. Because I haven't made it to 52 by being able to do it myself. So, yeah, it's going to be... I'm so happy for that. I just That was just, sarcasm, by the way. I know. It's just kind of funny that someone would think Frosted Flakes are for adults. What are you saying, Dick? You're saying I can't enjoy Frosted Flakes anymore? Is that what you're telling me? I mean, my argument is it has a cartoon character, and so... Well, so did Fritz the Cat, and that was rated X. Yeah, but you're talking about in a mainstream presentation of advertising, if someone uses a cartoon, the average advertising that uses cartoons is for kids. Joe Camel. Yeah, but Joe Camel, they don't don't use that advertising anymore, do they? They still use Joe Camel? Not anymore because of the whole, well, it's a cartoon character. They use the dick argument. Oh, it's a cartoon character. It must be for kids. Yeah, there it goes. Works. Boom. Frosted Flakes. Change it. What would you, what would you name the name? What would you change the name to? Um, from Frosted Flakes, uh, to make it more adultish. Corn Flakes Ultra. Ultra? Mm-hmm. I always call it or corn... C- CF Ultra. That'd be a weird serial name. That's really weird, man. I'm not going to lie. That's kind of <laughs> strange. But, uh... Oh, I'm know, mad you won't let me eat my Frosted Flakes anymore. What's well, next? No more Lucky Charms for Skippy in the morning? Yeah. <gasps> well, no, you can eat them. They just have to pay... They have to reduce the sugar. No! Sugar in it. I'm, no. I'm lobbying Congress for this one. I, I'm not I'm not taking this one. Sitting down. Good luck with that. You're listening to Morning's Lone Star. We're going to take a quick, short, sponsored break. And uh, our music break's coming up. So we have a song request, 936-647-3776. Or MW Lone Star on Facebook. We'll be right back. Made of finest silver from the north of Spain. A locket that bears the name of a man in the brown. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936 936- Conroe C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Good wife, good wife, you 
Welcome back. Mornings with Lone Star, folks. Almost 10 o'clock here. Montgomery County. Having a good time with Skippy and me. Mornings with Lone Star, sponsored by Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning, folks. We've been having fun. Like I said, we're going to have Clint or Reverend Julius in the studio. I think he's going to yell at me because I got that wrong. But he, you know what? We'll wait for him to come on. You bet. He's, he is lo- lock and loaded, ready to go. But uh, that's one thing I was thinking about doing is somehow putting lights on the mic to let people know it's on. Because a lot of people are like, you're just talking right now. You know, and nothing's on. And it's, it's really great. It's really great. But uh, welcome back to Morgan's Lone Star. Hope you're enjoying it. we still got a whole hour left. And we have uh, one more song break. So feel free to let us know what you want to hear. 936-647-3776 and MW Lone Star. And of course, at 1030, that's when we decided we're going to give away uh, two tickets to the upcoming weekend Southern Star Music and Arts Festival. And um, yeah, presented by Conroe Americana Music Festival and the Conroe Downtown Area Association. It's happening this Saturday, uh, December 2nd from noon to midnight, I believe. And there's going to be a lot of great musical acts, which is why Clint's in the studio for Lone Star Country Nights. And I probably shouldn't be calling you Clint, should I, Clint? You're good to go. You're you're, you're Julian. 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 Julius. God, I'm an idiot. Sorry Maybe about that. Some more Conroe coffee. That's right. Yeah, let's just keep selling that. Let's just keep selling that. Good morning, Julian. Morning, yes, good Reverend, morning. Reverend Julian. Reverend Julian. Awesome. You, you know that name actually has a Connection and I can't hear myself in here, but it you gotta turn matter. it up. You gotta turn it oh, up. Turn it so off from the from the Julian calendar. A uh, little no, there's a volume. No, 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 other button. There you there go. You go. Oh, there we button. are. Turn it up to eleven. Yeah, make sure they work. <laughs> I uh, I typically do keep it at eleven. You're talking about th- the- Monday and Thursday nights. That's of, right. Because of the Lone music Star Country Night. So, uh, what, again, we're going to give away two tickets at 1030 to this great event supporting the Conroe Downtown Area Association and the Conroe Americana Music Festival that happens here in downtown Conroe. And uh, Reverend over here is going to have a musical guest in tonight. Uh, around what time? And uh, who? Who? Uh, why? About seven thirty, seven forty ish. Okay. And who's going who's gonna to be in? A band called Stump Juice. They are kind of a swampy kind that of is bluegrass. The weirdest name. Is that one word or well, two? Well, it, well it get, it's one word, and it gets even because the the band members are actually called Papa Stump, Mama Stump. <laughs> I mean, that's, I mean, that's the, Sister that's, Stump. that's so the way you got to do it, I guess. <laughs> stump I, I, juice. I, honestly, I haven't a clue what stump juice is. I, the only I'm thing, I'm afraid tonight, I maybe. do I don't know. know. <laughs> oh, what you do, you really do know? I'm what? afraid I do because my mind went there. But keep talking, Reverend. I well, can't wait to hear uh, more Well, about just to give stumps. people an idea. Well, I don't know. I uh, don't know what it is. Yeah, so to give people an idea, you'll find out what stump juice is tonight. On Lone Star Country Nights. Well, we'll ask. And, we'll uh, definitely ask. I don't know. The uh, the other bands that are going to be there this weekend at Southern Star Brewery is going to be Folk Hammer Revival, Caleb and the Homegrown Tomatoes, Mike Ambible, Amber Bill, and Run Over Twice, Field of Bronze, and Kenny the Spider. It's happening at noon to, to midnight, so 12 to 12. And we're going to wait two tickets at 1030. And what you might not realize, two-thirds of these bands are from about five miles from here. Really? They're all local bands. Yeah. So, Reverend, it's like the, the local music scene, because, you know, you may have heard I'm a Woodlands boy, but I'm growing to love Conroe more and more every day. But apparently, like, the Conroe music scene is really hopping. Uh, it is indeed hopping. And I, and I got to just anecdotally, just got to tell it. I was I worked in Houston radio in the 80s when folks like La Love It were coming into the studio on Tuesdays to pitch records <laughs> and Nancy right. Griffith, which I know Dick has become a huge fan of Nancy's, mm-hmm. um, Robert Earl King, and... Uh, Sure enough, these folks have hit it big. And I've got to tell you, there's a lot of the same vibe going on here right now in this town. 
Now, it's not to say that these bands are going to get to that level because there's a whole lot of work that remains on their part, but the talent is there. And they're playing the gigs. They're going local. They're playing the the the, the venues. They know it's hard work. You just don't auto tune something in a in a studio over the weekend. No, you got to you got to definitely cut teeth in front of an audience. That's awesome. And you got to make a lot of mistakes, and you know, and get it wrong a few times before you actually get it right. But they've been playing down here at Corner Pub and over, uh, you know, the new venue over here, uh, the Pacific Yard House. Yeah, the old ice place. Mm-hmm. Um, so they've been cutting teeth here and. Folks like Folk Family have actually toured nationally. But the wow. day the day is coming, actually, that one of these bands will be playing. It's not too terribly far off, actually. One of these bands will be playing the Troubadour in L.A. or the Beacon in New York. It, it's a very real possibility. we got to start getting their stuff, getting them to sign their stuff now so we can hawk it later on eBay when they become famous. Yeah, that's a, not a bad idea. Is there still, like, a market for that stuff? Oh, yeah. Like a yeah. big market, or is it, like... I read something like they got some Pokemon cards out there, like first generation, that are worth like hundreds of thousands of dollars each. Well, I'm not going to, I don't know that to go quite to that level, but. Yeah, well, no, well, you were, I think it was last week, Jake mentioned that dude finding uh, those baseball cards from their yeah, grandfather the Ty, or whatever. The Cobb baseball cards. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, I bet 20 years ago those would be valued a lot more than they would be today because I don't really hear about the act of trading of baseball cards or the act of sale, like. I mean, you have to have a Ty Cobb baseball card to make money. If you had a Jeff Bagwell, you know, well, rookie it's card. It's extreme. It's almost like, you know, like couponing. You can cut a coupon or you can be the extreme couponer that you, you can walk out of the store. They pay you for what you buy, you know, because that's how extreme it gets. I think same thing with collectibles. Yeah. You know, like. Not, There's always a buyer, but I mean. For, always, except for Beanie Babies. Apparently you can't give those away anymore. So I believe that. When there's not, eh, because I was a kid's toy. Oh, I don't know. It was a collectible. How do, you think that, how do you think society distinguishes what has a value to it when it comes to age, kid stuff? Age, what you grew up with. Age and, and I, hype. I think, because you've seen it with cars. I mean, the muscle cars spiked and in value for a while when people became and had the means and the wherewithal to actually buy the things as a grown-up, and they loved them as a kid. And they're it's peaked now, and they're on their way back down a little bit. And so I think it kind of follows generationally what people have a sentimental attachment to. So would you say, with. like, in 20 years, the new thing is going to be, like, phones or something? Like, I, I use the Nokia <laughs> brick phone. That's how cool I am. Landlines will make a comeback. Rotary phones will make a comeback. Princess phones. The old trim lines. You don't remember the trim line, but well, well, but Reverend did. Julian and I would Well, I mean, I, you know, Vinyl's making a, has made a comeback and continues <laughs> to make a comeback. Well, I think that's because the direction of music has changed significantly in the last 10, 15 years where people don't even own music. So if someone had a choice to yeah. own a own a song, they're going to choose to go the vinyl way than buying it from iTunes now because they much prefer to own. Right, and Reverend Julian's right. Five years ago, maybe five ten years ago, I was looking for phonographing. I found my old turntable, and the needle was was gone. And like literally, no one in Houston had one. I went to Rock and Robin, and even going, I need a needle. Oh no, that that's dead. Now vinyl technology's back. Uh, same thing with Polaroid. Remember, Polaroid was about to oh, yeah. die. I mean, they were like death knell. The stock was in free fall. And then it turned around because people realized you will always need the instant photo, the the printout. And now they, they've got these attachments. You can actually chunk your iPhone into this 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 firmware miniature Polaroid camera. And now the kids are just more popular than ever. So the Polaroid is making a comeback. The Polaroid sorts. is making a comeback. You know, this is funny. A couple of months ago, I was in New Orleans, and I was in the quarter, and I look up, and there's this, one of those signs that hangs over, out over the awning that says, you know, T-shirts, yada, 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 and Kodak Film. 
<laughs> so I walk in and ask this guy, and he's late, maybe 20-something guy. I said, uh, I want to see your Kodak. Hadn't a clue what I was talking about. <laughs> the yeah. sign had been up there for 55 years, and the lady that owned the place came out and was laughing and said, when we bought the store, they said, don't take the sign down. So I said, do people come here and ask for Kodak? She was not terribly often, no. I, and I agree, because actually, just uh, we're talking the other day, I bought a 35-millimeter camera for my daughter. She's getting into old-school photography. I need to buy film now. I thought, oh, I'll just go to Walgreens and pick up some film. Uh-uh. I'm not sure you can get it anymore. Uh, it's, it's really hard to find, so I'm going to have to quickly Amazon well, there, there was like, Fuji film. There was an article about, in Austin, either it's in Austin or it's somewhere in the Midwest, is the cassette factories. Because there's like one place in the United States now that produces all the cassettes on order. Okay. Well, I'm not. I'm not sure. I would count on the eight-track tape making a comeback. Well, you, apparently, you people are still ordering them, and I got my. Still I got making my CB radio. I got my eight-track player because you never know. Because I know, just never know. You're right. Well, you I just never know. I know 3D printers are working on a way to print vinyl, and there there is some mm -hmm. technology out there where I mean it's probably thousands of dollars, but you could take an MP3 or a WAV file and make a custom vinyl, just like you're making a burn CD kind of thing. But the quality's not there yet because they're not, you're not like an actual well, distributor. It, in the meantime, I'm going to hold on to my old stuff because just in case there's some North Korean electromagnetic pulse that wipes out electronics, I got it covered. I, I got my old hand crank. Who, uh, whose duty is to, to bike the crank, you know, to have that little bike and <laughs> listen to some Mozart. You, you, you know, want to you know, listen to the Mozart? You, you, you pedal. <laughs> you know, to this day, when I listen to Creedence Clearwater Revival sing it, what's their eight minute? Um, what's uh, the long tune? Uh, the remake. That they did oh now i can't remember the name of the song i'll think of it in just a minute but it's about an eight minute with a big instrumental piece in the middle and when i hear it today heard it through the grapevine that's what it was oh. i'm waiting for the fade out so the eight track click and then fade back up because it was too long to fit on one of the four <laughs> tracks on the eight track because you know it was four different individual yeah. right. sets of music that would actually fade out click and then fade back and that song was too long to fit on one of them individually so to this day, when I hear that song, I'm waiting on that fade waiting, out and that click. Waiting for the click. That never comes. Waiting for the click, which is ironically the name of my next band. Waiting for the click. And now, is that like, that's not quite as clever as Stump Juice, but, but, a, but slightly, getting there. Slightly cleaner, I think, if, if where my brain is. Uh, <laughs> I forgot about Stump Juice. Thank you, Reverend Julian, for putting that visual back in my head. So you got Stump Juice tonight. Uh, I do. We had Field of Bronze on a couple of weeks ago. Josh cool. Pitts did an out. Then he went actually went to Conroe High School. The guy is from here. Uh, you know, speaking of band names, Caleb and the Homegrown Tomatoes are from Cut and Shoot, uh, and they're playing out there on uh, on Saturday at the uh, Southern Star Brewery, which, by the way, if nobody knows, is up, uh, up US 75, just north of town, between uh, 3083 and League Line, I believe. Um, and there, that's an interesting name, the Homegrown Tomatoes being... Anybody know where the title from Homegrown Tomatoes might come from? Yeah. Cotton Shoot's biggest export? No, it's uh, it's Guy Clark's Homegrown Tomatoes. It is. It is. Nothing better Duh. than Homegrown Tomatoes. It's a song <laughs> by Guy Clark, the late, great Guy Clark. Uh, sang a song about nothing finer than Homegrown Tomatoes. And uh, they have since they're named their band after that. So There you go. Music trivia. They don't, they don't have a song. About tomatoes. And that's one thing I told Caleb. I was like, you can't name your band after a song about tomatoes and not have your own song about tomatoes. You got to work on it. Well, I bet he is then. 
So I'm sure he's taking your advice. Dad, Caleb, he's if, probably at home yeah. working on it right hey, now. Caleb, if you're listening, and debuting on Saturday. Down. But uh, you know, we got to take a music break here, folks. So we're going to take an extended break. We have the Reverend in the studio. I'm not going to. Julian. Julian. Like the Julian I, actually, calendar. The Julian and Gregorian. Actually, calendar. that name. That name. Uh, it has the history as well, and well, I'm not going to share what it is. I'll let people Google, Google it and figure out. There where you name go, came Reverend from. Julian, and uh, we're going to have. You have to get the last name. Julian, Julian Shea. Shea. Sorry, I'm oh, so I see, sorry. I missed, thanks, Dick. I made me well, look foolish now. You know, it's hard to know. Go everything. to break. It's go to break. So we're going to take a quick music break here on Lone Star Community Radio. Mornings of Lone Star, your morning radio show. We're sitting here with Lone Star Country Nights, Ju- uh, Reverend Julian Shea. And uh, we're going to be hanging out. We're giving away two tickets to the Southern Star Music and Arts Festival, so stay tuned for that. Stay tuned. From the north of Spain, a locket that bears the name of a man. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. It came on a summer's day Bringing gifts from far away But it made it clear it couldn't stay No horror was his home The sailor said, friendly, you're a fine girl Welcome back. Morgan's Lone Star. That was our music break here on Lone Star Community Radio. Hope you guys are enjoying your Thursday morning. This is the last day in November, reminder, folks. So Christmas music is upon us tomorrow. Unless you, go, unless you go to one of our sponsors, Connor Coffee, because they've been playing Christmas music since, like, November 1st. Yeah, Leo so. is, is Mrs. Claus over there. I'm telling doing you. Doing it. Doing it well. Doing it well. Uh, don't forget, we are giving away Southern, two tickets to the Sudden Star Music and Arts Festival at 1030 around there, uh, right after our short sponsored break. So stick, stick around for that. Follow us on Facebook, MW Lone Star, or call in 936-647-3776. We still have the Reverend in the studio from Lone Star Country Nights, who will be on the air at 7 p.m. tonight on Lone Star Community Radio with <laughs> Stump Juice. And uh, they're going to be in the studio between 7 and 9, so that's going to be really cool. And uh, Stump Juice. And I can't wait to find out what Stump Juice is. And our reverend here will find out. More or less. So we're really, I'm looking forward to hearing that tonight. That's at 7 p.m. Lone Star Country Nights every Monday and Thursday with the reverend. Yeah. Thanks for plugging the show, Dick. Every chance I get. <laughs> That's right. And I'm going to, I'm going to have 
the courage to say the full name, Julian Shea. There you go. Reverend Julian. Reverend Shea. Julian well, Shea. You, okay, you got two-thirds so, of the way there. You know what, Sean? Eat it. Well, uh, <laughs> well, you know, I've told the story how we met and how this even came yeah, to be. Was, I, I accosted you. I guess it was during the Connor A lot of America, people do Connor that. Music you you better be careful when you accost people today. I'm just letting you well, know. Well, you specifically. Dick, yeah. if you come forward with allegations, no one's going to believe you. Yeah, well, no that, one. <laughs> there's a credibility issue. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm one of those people. Yeah, okay. It's <laughs> Sorry, man. It's on the phone again. Can't save everyone. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we actually met at the Conroe Americana Music Festival. Which oh, was okay. an outstanding so, festival. Which is what this festival this weekend is raising money to put on for the next year. So a festival year. to raise funds for a festival. That's I mean, cool. it's, it's a circle, dog-eat-dog kind of thing where you just got to keep feeding the beast, folks. And come out to this weekend's Southern Star Music and Arts Festival. You can actually purchase tickets at eventbrite.com, $15 pre-door price and the door price i believe i think it's 20 isn't it it's 20 so but we are giving away two tickets at around 10 30 and you can buy them here you yeah, can come you to can the station and buy come them, to the station you? yes you can cash hop on by you bring cash we only charge an extra two dollars well, what is, what is what's our handling fee what's our yeah we gotta have a hand everyone has handling fees to say gotta have the handling fee uh, bring us coffee. if you were if you were ticket master you would double it yeah right uh, we're, we're easy. Just bring us, what, breakfast tacos? Working did you, breakfast did tacos. Did you see that StubHub got raided by the FBI? Did they? No, I missed yeah. that. What, what happened what? to StubHub? Because they, were, uh, they found computer bots going and manipulating the prices. Ah. And basically. folks. Yeah. Well, you know what's funny to me is there was definitely a period before computers where you bought tickets. Mm-hmm. How was that handled? Because you two guys were definitely around the age of like you could legally buy tickets. When you I stood in line, you in my age, with I couldn't. Parents Mastercard in your hand. So you could. What was the first time you could use a credit card to order tickets? Like if I was going to go see the Rolling Stones at you know the Astrodome or where do they play before the Astrodome in Houston? Where was it? Was it like the Rice Field or where? where Probably the, Rice. Stadium. The Rice Field. No, Hoffman's Hoffman's Pavilion for the longest was a. The venue of choice. For okay, the so if I, if I was going before to the, that, it was the Sam Houston Coliseum, which of course the Beatles. So I was going to go see the Beatles. How would I go about getting tickets? You to go, go see to the, the Beatles. Ticketmaster office. You go physically well, to back then. Uh-huh. Well, I got to tell you, my first job out of school, um, <laughs> I had a record guy, an underground thing. That, uh, well, sort of, not not okay. exactly, <laughs> kind of halfway under. A record store that had a Ticketmaster machine. And this was actually Ticketmaster. This was predates all the modern Ticketmaster. Okay. He had a machi- dedicated machine in his store. And the morning of ticket sales, he would fire that dedicated machine up. Uh, and it went online. This was pre-internet. He somehow had a phone patch into their main office. And he would physically print tickets at the given time the machine would come come live. Because they had to track how many people, I mean, tickets they were selling. Yeah, that's why he was hooked into the central. So, yeah, when they sold two line. specific reserved tickets, then those off, obviously those two tickets were no so longer available. So you physically get the ticket and you buy it from – So because essentially what we're trying to figure out is at the record store, that's just as good, if not better, as going up to the ticket office. Yes. Was there extra fees or anything or – No. No, that that was the price that of the ticket. That was the only way. So if I'm traveling – He actually paid to have the machine. The idea was that it was a traffic builder. I believed it. No, I mean, I bet for 10, 15 years, that definitely was a traffic builder because yes. that's where I remember getting my first set of tickets was at a music store. Mm-hmm. That's where I got my tickets for my first set. And then uh, like the, um, let's see, I'm trying to think where, because it was warehouse music. You remember warehouse music? Warehouse oh, yeah. music, Cactus. Because that's where you oh, could, yeah. you could buy, you could oh, buy yeah. your tickets to that. Sure. So because so the, the, they used to have a warehouse music or warehouse live in Houston. 
uh, where like well, that was a music venue. Yeah, that's where. Yeah. yeah, that's how because you can buy the tickets at Warehouse Music. But uh, but now, when did it go from that to hey, we're going to charge you seven dollars per ticket oh, with and the, like with the internet just. Is the convenience of the internet and then like, hey, we can start charging people more for this. And and then it made it easier for the scalpers. I was watching well, Fast no, Times of Richmond High the other day. And there's a bit where the scalper is scalping tickets, I think, to Springsteen's like, yeah, 20 bucks, man. And I'm thinking, you know, back in the 80s, you could get a scalped Springsteen ticket for 20, 25 bucks. Yeah. That was originally well, well, was nine. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what I mean. I, I That's what I'm trying to understand is where StubHub and these folks came in and like they're gouging the price and it's amazing to me that there is there really wasn't a middle ground between this transition it was just like you know you used to go to the place and buy the ticket or go to the warehouse music buy the ticket and now it's like hey whatever the msrp price of this ticket it's not going to be that ever yeah. ever whatever unless you're getting a season ticket to, from, if it's a fifteen dollar ticket for the nosebleed section, it's going to be three hundred bucks. Yeah, well, you know, you know what they've introduced now, and uh, and it, it's hard to fault them because the scalper is getting two or three times the face value of the ticket, and the artist is sitting there saying, "Well, why, why won't I get that?" Mm -hmm. So they actually not some some years back instituted dynamic pricing, so that they can actually the the algorithms whatever they are actually look at supply and demand, and they can increase the and price. The price goes up and down. Yeah, just like airline seats. Just yeah, like I used an airline to, seat. I, believe it or not, I used to work for a software corporation. Well, you used to work? That, yeah, I did. Believe I real, it or not. Real job. In it, but it was this uh, software that would determine airline. It was called airline revenue management. And the software would cost like a $1.5 a pop. But it, the, the airlines would buy it, and it would determine at what point the seat would be sold at what price. Because it's a perishable good. Plane takes off with an empty seat. It's, it's gone you know, forever. like opening we, up the, the, the gallon of milk and leaving it out. Well, actually, in a prior life, when I did sell radio airtime, we used to use that analogy that if one, once that airplane leaves with that seat empty, that's a revenue opportunity gone forever. So get $10 for it if you're not <laughs> going to get anything. Just get something for it. Just put a butt in that seat. Well, I mean, because going to concerts today, that's like buying these tickets right here makes more sense to me and going to, like, say, the Toyota Center. Because I know the Woodlands Pavilion doesn't really do that. Like, you can go to the pavilion and get the ticket at a ticket price. I don't know if they charge. I know they do an online charge. I know they do that. I'm sure they have some even think, kind of a fee. I even think the Owen and the people next door, they have an online well, charge. Because yeah, they, buying online because they pay a lot. Actually, uh, some of these, like Vendini, some of these sites yeah. or tickets to the city can charge a pretty penny. It's almost That's why some of the stop and goes have. You have to buy a five, five uh, bucks minimum <laughs> on your credit card. Because for every credit card transaction, they get charged a couple of bucks. Yeah. So it's got to be worth it. Well, part of this is a function of monopoly. I mean, uh, mm -hmm. the Pavilion, for example, is a monopoly. clear channel. Oh, well, they, yeah, there's a single operator there. All the music shows there have to go through a single company. Well, I mean, the same same thing with the Toyota. Same Center thing over downtown. here at the right over here at the Owen and the on the, um, the, the, the Crichton? Crichton. Well, no, because you have Stage Right, you have CYT. Yeah, but they all use the same ticket person, do they? Oh, and I'm talking about the promoter of the show itself. Oh, okay. Live Nation is the single provider. If you if you wanted to book a band into the pavilion, you you cannot do that unless you have, you have money. Live I Nation, yeah. If you want to pay Live Nation, I guess. But they they huh. all the all the music shows in there are put on by a they have a singular they have an exclusive contract with the pavilion and other pavilions all over the country. It's not even close. It's not unique to Houston. Uh, and actually, I mean that's why you see certain acts there. I guess. Yeah, they're they've booked them. When you see an act there. 
Live Nation is handling their national tour, and they book them. They don't do anything. They just book them into these venues, and they have their little algorithms, and they know who's going to Because I always wondered why, you know, they attracted certain artists, and they don't attract certain artists. And then it's like, do they really deserve a whole pavilion? And then that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And that's it's kind of funny to see every year. Hey, Yanni the rocked the joint. I'm just saying, when I went out to see Yanni, oh, yeah? he, he brought it. Where does he play? At the pavilion. At the Woodless Pavilion? Well, uh-huh. I'm just letting you know, we do have a listener, and he chimed in, and this uh, listener let us know that— I the, told you someone listens to us. The Crichton doesn't just use Vendini. Shows—not every show is sold through Vendini. Or Vin, 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 Vendini? Right. No, so. the, the ONU does use it, but yeah. But uh, that's, that's the Player's Theater Company. That's the Player's so. Theater Company. So if someone else came in on the outside that rented yeah. the space, they'd use their own. I'll just—you know what I would do? If I had my own show, everyone's a scalper. And then it's just like, good luck. <laughs> Let's put it you, out there. You're a libertarian in your no, I mean, political leanings? I'd actually just well, scout my own tickets. I'd well, keep them what, all. Really, so. what I care about is just selling the ticket at the base price. And then if we sell a ticket, I don't care who shows up. You know, Or, or what is or what is worth in the aftermarket? Yeah. I mean, that's up to them. Or? At least we made our baseline. We, we got we got what we needed from it. And then we're, yeah. Well, that used to be the thinking. They used to yeah. just fill the venue up. And then whatever happens, happens. And now with dynamic pricing and everything. Yeah. Fill the summit. Well, it's just well. I think really what the biggest complaint was that you're not. It's not. It's first come first serve doesn't exist for the normal consumer. It's like I'm StubHub. I'm buying all the tickets, mm-hmm. and tough tough luck for you. Yeah, the only way out of this I think would be that they put some kind of a cap that no single phone call or login can get well, more than four or well, six. Well, you know, tickets. this is what they. In my mind, this is the way to do it. Is you you do the hybrid of you go to the location. So for the first week. You can physically go to the location and buy the ticket. And then after that week, then they go online. You but can... see, even then, I, if I was a guy, I'd hire a whole bunch of, of college Yeah, but students. at least it slowed down a lot. It's not as fast as... I'm, I'm not kidding. Like, StubHub, that's what the bots, that's why they got in trouble, is because they immediately bought blocks of tickets. Yeah. And then it, like, prevents the me going on there and getting my date, my, me and my date some tickets. I'll tell so, you the horror story of me trying to buy uh, Dancing with the Stars live ticket for my wife for the anniversary. Woo. Oh, wait. So, we'll, uh, we got to take a quick sponsor break, folks. But when we come back, we're going to be giving away free, no, no surcharges applied to the Southern Star Music and Arts Festival presented by Conroe Americana Music Festival and Conroe Downtown Area Association happening this weekend. December 2nd through, through noon. And we will give you a heads up. You got to have social media. You got to have Facebook. And you got to like Morning's Lone Star. So that's kind of like the, the trade we're doing here. And you have to be able to go to the show? And go to the show. Yeah, don't be that guy that, win that wins the tickets and then doesn't like show up. You know, we've had a problem with that since being on the internet. We've had people from around the country go, oh, I'm like. We will. I'll, I'll, we'll pull a Liam Neeson. We will find you, hunt yeah, you down, you shoot. and shoot you like but, a duck. Uh, you know, we got to take a break, folks. So we're going to say a quick special thanks to Clean Sweep Office Cleaning and our neighbors, Conroe Coffee. Stick around, Morning's Lone Star. We still got a little bit coming your way. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe, at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936 266 
800-998-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Back. Mornings with Woo! Lone Star, Dick Woo! and Skippy. We had Reverend Julian Shea in with he's, us. He's, he know what? He's so important. He gets phone calls that bark at him. Did you know that? I, I thought he left he the dogs gets, out. He gets barked at. Okay. Well, I get so barked at he, too, but that's just Mr. Skippy. Though, so that's going to be a lot he's of fun. He's back in the studio. So... Oh, no. I got your mic off. See, I'm telling this light would be really helpful yeah. for everybody. Like, you're not on the air, bro. Am I now? Yeah, you yeah, are. Yeah, it is now. Can you hear me now? And actually, now? that dog is actually my dog. I believe it. I was a little startled when I heard it. I was like, man, when do we let animals in here? Yeah, Service fine. animals. But welcome back to Morning's Lone Star, your morning radio show here on Lone Star Community Radio. Just so a quick reminder, folks, we got about 25 minutes left in the, in the studio here. And then uh, we'll be back tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. We're here every weekday. We podcast all of our shows. So if you do miss it, subscribe to us on Google Play and iTunes. And then we do film some of our segments when we have special guests in today. In the into the studio and that's on YouTube and then we do also put wait a wait a minute what do you mean special so in other not words you're you. not filming not right you. now that's what we're not filming right now okay well because you know you kind of left it ambiguous uh, Reverend you you go I'll just come in when uh when I come in and that's I'm how like, he rolls he's a rebel that, that's the vibe of the show like, you got to check out Monday or Thursday night I'm tuning in it is man. really good actually it I is am well so produced tuning in by the Reverend here but. You know, we, you know we, we, we do everything from Sinatra all the way to Whiskey Town to Ryan Adams. We were talking about Ryan Adams earlier and, and all these local bands. Yeah. And then tonight you're going to have Stump Juice and we're going to solve the mystery of what is Stump Juice tonight on Lone Circle. Well, well maybe. You're, you guys are actually well, getting me a little concerned about even asking. Now. Well, that's I, you, be, be cautious of the answer. You shouldn't even ask their names first. You should just go straight into the Stump, hey, Stump Juice. Stump Juice, what is up with that? What's up with Stump Juice? Yeah, when we go to our next break, I'll uh, I'll tell you my thoughts on it, and then, oh, man. then Reverend can determine if he wants. Well, you to know, ask. no, some month or so ago, we had Sir uh, Devin Nooner on, who is the lead singer and lead guitarist for a band called the Molly Ringwalls. Mm-hmm. When they played here at the Cajun Catfish Festival, uh, and we did go into detail about their band name and 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 mentioned that if they were in fact were a cover, they they're a cover band. They play practically anything of that was made in the eighties. And but had they been a cover band for the seventies, they would have been the uh, Olivia Newton Johns. <laughs> That's funny. Well, what is equally funny? We have the Molly Ringwalds. There's also Molly and the Ringwalds, which is another Houston-based eighties cover band. Too many, uh, really. I know. And I saw them at the Continental Club a while back. That's apropos of nothing. I just thought I'd throw that out there to say. Well, that's a great I too, venue. I, I love too the Continental can, Club, right? But I too can speak the music nomenclature. 
Very well, well done. We've been saying we're going to give away these two tickets. So this is how we do things on Lone Star in the mornings, mornings with Lone Star. So we have two tickets to the Southern, Southern Star Music and Arts Festival presented by Conroe Americana Music Festival and the Conroe Downtown Area Association. We're giving away two tickets for this weekend. It's on Saturday, December 2nd. starts at noon. It features slew of bands, including Stump Juice. And uh, so the rules are you have to be able to go, and we're going to ask a question. So we only accept the answer by these two ways. So you have to. Have, you can go to Facebook and message us. Message Mornings with Lone Star. You can like us if you like or not. Who cares? Uh, message us. We care. Or call in 936-647-3776. That's 936-647-3776. And leave a message of your answer. So everything's time-stamped here, folks. So the first person to do it gets it. So what we're going to do now is this is going to be for our live listeners. So for the next 24 hours, you got 24 hours to do this. So you have plenty of time. And then tomorrow morning at 9 a.m., we're going to post this question to Facebook, and the first person to either to comment or message us or call in that way will win the ticket. So you have plenty of time between now and then for uh, thank you for our live listeners. So the question is, you're the one asking it, so I don't know why you're doing the drum roll. I'll do the drum roll. Okay, you do the drum roll. Here we go. Well, I wanted the question to be what color were Dick's eyes, but soulful green was kind of too specific. So the question is, according to official North American statistics, as verified by the Centers for Disease Control, what is the average life expectancy for males and females in, a North, Amer- in North America in 2017? Boom. So say that again? Okay. Make it a little bit more simpler. Life expectancy of men and women in America in 2017. So there you go. How, you, how old before you die? Yes, 2017, according to the CDC, how old before you die? Boom. Average. Women men and, and men. Wo- yeah. yeah, men and women. All you got to do is call in 936-647-3776 and, or message us on Facebook, Mornings with Lone Star. First person to do so gets two tickets, $30 value to the Conroe, or not sorry, at the Conroe Downtown Area Association, Southern Star Music and Arts festival this weekend yeah we're done <laughs> check that out so we're gonna be 24 hours to do that folks we Call in, death do metal there. <laughs> yeah well i'm telling you wouldn't that be funny you're in your auto- uh, autonomous car and it malfunctions like oh you want to hear slipknot you got it sir <laughs> you're in the car the whole car ride you're like i can't do this save me and it's so loud you turn it off turn it off maybe we can uh hack it and just play lone star community radio just, just bust all the other presets. That's what, remember the old days when you had to push the button in for the preset? Yeah. That, that's still me. I know, I mean, right? I, yeah. I miss those days. I Dick's, guess. Yeah, Dick's looking at this. You, you, you just missed so much. Yeah. Well, we, you know, you're enjoying the fruits of our labors, what we grew up well, with. Well, sometimes you just have too many choices. And it's just like, I missed the day where I had three choices, where a menu where was you had to one decide page long. what six stations deserve to be on your, you know, it was on your priority. Yeah. Well, what was, yeah. What's amazing to me is we went to Atlanta, Texas via 59 uh, over the holiday break this in November. And, you know, on newer cars, they have some type of reader from FM. They can tell you what song's playing and mm-hmm. what. So what's strange is Holly had the radio on, but volume off, of course. So throughout the whole drive, she left it on the same station. I forgot <laughs> what the numbers were, but almost every town, it was country. But it was the same number. And I was really impressed by that. I mean, there was at least three stations I went through. It was like country hits, country oldies, or like, you Well, know. they probably were owned by the same parent corporation, like, you know, Clear Channel or Garnet or something, to where they have that set up to, okay, this is a route that people are going to drive. 
we want them to not channel flip. So we're just going to have um, our uh, country the whole route. Smart business sense. Except that one of those companies filed for bankruptcy yesterday. Which one? Clear Channel? Cumulus. Cumulus. They did finally, huh? Yes. Yeah, it's not the full-blown seven or whatever the big-time bankruptcy is. We just don't want to pay people. Yeah, it was the, well, they, you know, you know Clear Channel, which is now iHeart. Do you know their debt is $21 billion? $21 billion. I mean. Well, we talked about that yesterday with uh, Wild Wings going for Two point four billion. Yeah, Arby's bought a, a Buffalo Wild Wings. I learned a lot about you know that doesn't really mean they're that they they make that much. It's just what they're valued at. Like for example, Telsa, Tel, Tesla, Tesla, Tesla. They're in debt, uh-huh. and they're still worth a lot. Oh Same yeah. thing with Amazon. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's just the new way to go. Uh, I remember Reverend. these college classes when you know when they did the price to earnings ratio was the metric that you priced equities at and. Those numbers were 20, 25 was the big number. And of course, price earnings, meaning that this is a valuation placed on a company based on what they plan to earn next year. Those numbers now, I mean, I think Amazon's like 400. They're not buying that stock based on the amount of money they make. They're buying that s- stock on the on the basis of somebody dumber than them buying it tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> that's the way right? it's going today. Right. Well, again, of course, of course we, I, I say that, and then I, you read yesterday where Bitcoin hit ten thousand dollars. Yeah, you see yeah. that? We're a single Bitcoin. We'll, we'll talk about that when we come back. We got to do a music break. We're gonna do one song because we have such small window left in the show. Make it a good song, Dick. So make, make it a I'm good making song. it a good song. Are you using Brandy as the bumper? Is yeah, that yeah. What I keep hearing. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, well done. Yeah, way yeah. to go, Dick. Go, Dick, yay, Dick. But again, we asked the question. What is the average? What is the life expectancy of man, male and female in North America in 2017? And you can answer it on Facebook. Morning's Lone Star calling 936 647 3776. First person gets two tickets to the Southern Star Music and Arts Festival. We're going to take a quick music break here on Mornings with Lone Star. Brandy walks through a silent town and loves a man. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936 Conroe C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Welcome back, Mornings Lone Star. We're wrapping this show up. That's right. 
Thanks for joining us. We're having a good time with Reverend Julian Shea in the studio. It's been fun. Lone Star Country Nights tonight. We're going to have the mystery of the stump juice solved, hopefully. Again, that starts at 7 o'clock with Lone Star Country Nights. Sitting here with Skippy. And don't forget, we're giving away two tickets to Southern Star Music and Arts Festival, presented by the Conroe Americana Music Festival and the Conroe Downtown Area Association. All you got to do is go to Facebook, Morning's Lone Star, send us a message to this answer or this question. Correct answer. Correct answer. Uh, according to the CDC, what is the average lifespan of a man and a woman in the year 2017? They are two different numbers. So I'm just going yeah, to give you that. So, so give us both numbers. And you get two tickets at the $30 value right there. I guess that's a $40 value. And even if you don't know, guess. And, and you know, we may take pity on you. And Who I do knows? encourage you to win because you can scalp them. I mean, you can do whatever. Yeah, because if you don't win, we are going to scalp them. If you're them. a hustler. we got to pay for this gig somehow. If you're a hustler, you can you can <laughs> achieve it. But, uh, yeah, we're wrapping this show up. Let's kind of go over tomorrow. we got a show at 9 o'clock. Uh, yeah. we got a bunch of stuff coming up here in the Montgomery County area, including the Southern Star Music Arts Festival this weekend. And I think the city's throwing another Christmas celebration on the 9th. On the 9th. Uh, next Saturday. We're going to uh, hopefully get someone in the studio next week about that. And also the Heroes for Holiday Harvest is happening here in Conroe over there at the Conroe Outlet, uh, uh, Conroe Outlet Malls. Yeah. Uh-huh. From December 9th from 9 a.m. to dusk, the American Legion Post 411 is giving away a truckload. I'm talking a truck. I wonder what kind of truck do you think they're going to use? What's that like sedan truck? What was it? What were those called back in the day? I saw one out there like the... You know what I'm talking about? It's like a, it's like like a, a Subaru Brat? Well, no, it's like a truck. An have El Camino? A tr- an El Camino has a truck bed, but it's a car. Yeah, the Subaru Brat was the same thing. They also had like two rear-facing I wonder if they're going to use one of those. I mean, that, that would, El Camino? <laughs> that's how they trick everybody. Because it says, truckload of free holiday turkeys. Yeah, Tonka trucks, to maybe. All, all veterans, active duty military service members, and residents of Montgomery County in need. Uh, they're gonna have live music and stuff, but we're gonna talk more about that next week. Yeah, we got two theaters starting so, their shows this weekend. Yeah, we got Charlie right. Brown Christmas over at the Crichton and Little Women. Little Women, the musical of the Owen. Get so, your tickets. So, has there ever been a Little Women production with all men? Oh, I'm sure somewhere's done, somewhere, done it ironically. That'd be good. You know what they should but do? They, uh, should they should do. Too. They should do Little Women, mm-hmm. all men actors dressed up as eighty rock singers. Challenge accepted. I actually saw a great Shakespearean production of Midsummer Night's Dream. It was done by all women, but they they played men, and they said it in the 1980s. It was like one of the best productions ever. Interesting. It was cool. Hey, speaking of like awesome entertainment, aren't you like recovering from last night? Didn't you have to like watch a really bad movie? That's right. Movie? Today on the Ticket Sub, I watched The Christmas Train, the Hallmark Hall of Fame movie for 2017. <laughs> so this is one of the Hall of Fame movies. This made it to the Hall no, of Fame. I learned a lot about Hallmark and what the Hall of Fame Hallmark is. Apparently that is the longest running TV program. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. Because they're spe- back in the early 40s and late or late 40s up to today, uh, Hallmark has been producing a special program either on CBS, NBC, ABC. It's been kind of jumping. But they used to do like four movies a year and it was considered the Hallmark Hall of Fame. Or basically it's Hall of Fame or they call it something but presented by Hallmark. Okay. And Hallmark basically paid for it. That's the idea. And they had some awesome actors in it. So so you watched The Christmas Train. So I watched A Christmas Train, which is this year's Hallmark Hall of Fame. Okay. Next year's Hallmark Hall of Fame is they're having one in April, I think. It's called The Beach House. And it stars some pretty big actress name, but like B, like B's, and then there's some A's. The, like the for example, in the late '90s, early 2000s, they had Christopher Walken and Glenn Close in a movie. 
together. Wow. And uh, so I watched the Not Chris- quite like Tom Hanks and Julia Roberts, but, but it's right there. Benjamin Bratt and Rita Wilson. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. And uh, a Christmas train star, Danny Glover. Uh, it also. With or without the mustache? Uh, He's two oh. different guys. Yeah, that's true. It wasn't full mustache. It didn't okay. look, but he played a uh, movie director, which was great. And uh, <laughs> other people in the movie, uh, man, I just it's uh, it's really hard to tell you these art these actors because you don't know them by name. But <laughs> it was the guy that was in that thing. It was a guy in that thing. Uh, it had Dermot McRooney, mm-hmm. who was in the he was a leading actor in uh, My Best Friend's Wedding. My Best Friend's Wedding, and then Kimberly Williams Paisley. Uh, the daughter in uh, the remake of Father of the Bride. Yes. With Steve Martin. And then Joan Cusack. Joan Cusack, okay. And so they had those folks. And there's actually a couple C-list actors in it, too, that there I recognize. To be. But, uh... So, we, now we printed out a special kind of a drinking game bingo card for you. Yeah. Uh, did, now, I'm presuming that you watched this whole movie sober, because that would be breaking the rules if you could numb the pain with alcohol. Yeah. So, but did you, like, kind of check mark? Yeah, I did. You're, I mean, you're equivalent to like, say you're drinking 12 ounce drink. So like a wine or, or a beer or something, you're mm-hmm. probably going to have around six. Okay. And the thing is, and I'm not kidding you. One of the stipulations on the rules was it snows in the end. And I kid you not, we're watching this movie. So the movie takes place on a train. It's a train from Washington, DC to LA. And I go, yeah, that's not going to happen. It's not going to snow in LA. Cause it has like never snows in Los <laughs> Angeles. It snowed, it, it snowed in Los Angeles, folks, Climate in change. the Christmas train. Climate Kids change. you not. It, I was sitting there. I was like, man, they're never going to do that. I literally I said it out loud. And then the movie's last 30 seconds and like a radio announcer voice is like, hey, welcome to 92 Because you're supposed to like take it like a double shot. Oh, yeah. On that and one, then I it think. starts snowing and it's fake <laughs> snow. And like because they're walking out of the airport or the, the train station. And I'm like, come on. So uh, that's coming up at Ticket Sub at noon today. We're going to review. They watched two other Hallmark movies they produced. I for can't wait to hear these the reviews, man. I'm tuning so, in. Everyone I learned a lot. Too. I learned a lot about Hallmark Hall of Fame. There's a lot of them. A lot. And they actually started with The Tempest. Oh, okay. And it was like legit Tempest. Mm-hmm. Like they, they did a stage play. I remember that because, yeah, Stan Waterson actually did uh, 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 Much Ado About Nothing. Uh, said it in Teddy Roosevelt's Rough Rider era, and it was a live performance. I remember those days. That was in the 70s. CBS put them on. Yeah. That's the same, so this is the same Yeah, it's the same. They they jumped ship. Like, every 10 years, it went to a different network. Mm -hmm. Okay. uh, I got that. And the movie did make me want to buy a Hallmark card. It did or did not? It it, it did. Did. It worked. Probably little subliminal messages popping. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you, if you price the Hallmark card, you like Yeah, it's like seven bucks. They pay, they pay for this quality movie I watched. Okay, construction so, paper, uh, crayons. You got to go. There you kids. go. Yeah. You're listening to Morning's Lone Star, folks. Thanks for joining us. We got to go. We're <laughs> going over. Uh, don't forget, Reverend Julian Shades going to be on tonight with Stump Juice at 7 o'clock here. Starts at 7 with Lone Star Country Nights. Yeah, they'll uh, be on about 7.30. 7.30. Well, you can tune in at 7. Oh, How about please that? Please do, yes. And uh, we're going to say a special quick thanks to our sponsors, Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Clean. We're going to be back tomorrow morning, folks, 9 a.m., so stick around for that. If you have a song request for our song breaks, you can always call in 936-647-3776 or message on Facebook, MW Lone Star. We're out of here. Thanks for checking out this podcast of Lone Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's community radio station. If you enjoyed this recording, make sure to check out our past shows online at IRLoneStar.com or their respected video or podcast formats on YouTube, Google Play, or iTunes. 
If you have any questions regarding the show, either it being about sponsorships or questions for the host, contact the station manager at D-I-C-K at IRLoneStar.com or call the station at 936-647-3776. This show was recorded in downtown Conroe, Texas at the Lone Star Community Radio Studio. And Lone Star Community Radio reserves all rights to this recording and images.